Uh, welcome to Move Left Idiots, a socialist talk podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Montrullo, uh, joined here by my co-host, Comrade Dracula. Comrade, what's going on? Listen to this. You know what that is? Oh, fuck. No. You know what that is? What? I am I am now a proud father of four rolls of ultra-strong, soft and absorbent premium bath tissue. <laughs> <laughs> I just went to the store... Uh, whose whose throat did you have to slash to uh oh, to get this? Nobody. It was just I just walked in and there there it all was. Uh I have not seen toilet paper in two and a half weeks for sale anywhere. And I've been to like at least seven different stores. Right. Um and I had one roll left, and it's you know, I'm a you know, bachelor, I don't use a ton, so I wasn't super worried, but still yeah, you, you kind of judge you know, like, how oh, bad a crisis is based on what's left on the shelves, right? Mm-hmm. Um and I went out to, I went to a, uh, the other night to a Target. I went to, uh, I forget the name of it, some kind of like off-brand uh, health food store and a Whole Foods, and they were decimated. It was like almost every shelf was empty of everything. And there weren't even that many people there. So I'm, I'm thinking, like, are they just not restocking things? What's going on? Like, how, how bad is this going to get? So, yeah, when I walked into the CVS just now, they had a, a, a huge pile of single rolls, right? And then they had mm-hmm. maybe only four or five four packs left. And they had signs up saying only one item per customer, which, like, thank oh, you. Shit. Thank you for fucking stopping the hoarders. Yeah. Um, but then when I got up to, to check out, they had, like, a pink tape on the floor measured out six feet. So, like, mm-hmm. if there was a backup of people in line, like, they were telling you, like, you need to fucking smart, stay apart. Actually. yeah. Uh, yeah, and I've seen drunk people come in there and just like walk right up behind you, and they're fucking drunk yeah, and don't have any concept of personal space. So, uh, my my other local uh, grocery just down the street a little further, uh, they they were not doing so bad as far as keeping food stocked when I was there, but people in line were like packed in. Like I almost had a panic attack between like these. There was like a gay couple in front of me and a gay couple behind me, and like they were not giving me any space. <laughs> I don't have it has nothing to do with the fact they were gay. It was just like yeah, people yeah, were just, just packed in line. There's there's no self checkout, right? So oh, um but yeah, no toilet paper. But Tito Grocery, I don't know what it is, but it's just like they will not let produce be not stocked. It's like they can just manifest <laughs> produce out of thin air <laughs> somehow <laughs> that no other grocery store is capable of. So uh yes. so after last night I was kinda like, eh, it's not quite as bad, but still you know you have enough people in a city of 2.7 million start, uh, you know, wiping their ass with paper towel uh, and flushing Oof. that, and then God. the sewers are going to back up. <laughs> yeah, you could, yeah no. not, already, not, not good for the- Yeah, and you could start to smell that pretty quick, and you're like, okay, Oof. we can't, you know, coffee filter, take paper towel, like that doesn't... And paper towels are not fucking easy to find either, so you, even, you, you have to look for a third thing beyond that. Then. Yeah, yeah, the, uh, CDS was out of paper towel the other day, too, and, you know, I go Oof. there often, get my wine, whatever. Uh, so I, I knew, like, I, this was this was two and a half weeks of, of running out of just paper. Like, we can't, we're just this. This is all it is. And we were, as a society, <laughs> running out of it. There was people, there was a fucking headline yesterday. People were fleeing from California into Mexico to try into to find Me- toilet paper. <laughs> like, just, Did you see? I mean, you saw you saw some of the videos on Twitter of people literally like fucking brawling in, in oh, yeah. like yeah. BJ's I mean, over. They they do that shit on Black Friday. It's not you know. I'm, sure, I'm, sure. And people go into survival mode. It's like you're not thinking straight. You get, you get like tunnel vision, and you think 
you know, especially people in the suburbs who are already, you know, view society negatively. And, and when they have to be around other people, it's like it's only at Walmart or church. And if it's not there, it's just, you know, like they're, they, they're living cul-de-sacs. They don't want nothing to do with their neighbor. So, yeah, uh, it's, it's been a week. <laughs> um, I, I, you, uh, you've been trying to work from home. You've had a, a temperature. Well, so well, yes. Yeah, so t- today I worked from home. Basically, so yesterday, um, or not yesterday, Tuesday, I uh, went into work, and you know, I was like, seemingly the only one taking this situation seriously. I was like, all right, nobody's coming into the pharmacy other than you know the three of us, the three people that need to be back there. Nobody's using it as a pass through. Everyone should stay six feet apart. Yada, all the shit that I was trying to institute, and everyone, you know, for the most, there are a couple of people like our age who were like, oh yeah, oh, yeah, obviously we should do that. But, um, you know, the, the fucking boomers that worked there thought it was a big fucking joke. Like, they'd be walking close to me, and I'd start backing up, and they'd be like, <laughs> and I'm like, hey, fuck face. I'll, like, leave if you don't stop. Like, this is not a joke. Like, you know, what, it, it, just the, the, and I know, and this, again, this is generalizing, this is not for everybody, but I, the, what I've encountered is that boomers, for some reason, just do not want to uh, take this seriously, and I feel like it's been our burden to try to protect them because they're the most vulnerable to this, you know, boomers and older, like the older (laughs) age demographics. Um, And I'm like, yeah, I'm trying not to fucking kill you. Like everyone that I work with other than like two or three people is like 68 plus, like they're all like, you know, CNN, you know, peak demographic. Um, And I'm like, yeah, this is so you all don't die. So like, maybe don't be assholes about it. Um, But then, so on top of that, you know, nobody respected that or whatever. On top of that, I found out that there was somebody uh, in the same shopping plaza as us that was awaiting test results, and they think they might have been positive. So again, I was like, all right, don't fuck around. Like, let's just do the shit, uh, you know, properly. Uh, and then I came home last night. Um, right? Yeah, Wednesday. Yeah. Or no, well, I came home Tuesday night, but then I... Uh, woke up Wednesday and I was like, eh, I feel a little weird. My throat kind of felt weird. And I, uh, took my temperature. Like I've been doing like pretty religiously ever since this all started. And I'm usually about 98.3, 98.4. I run a little cold and it was 99.2. I was like, Oh fuck. All right. Um, <laughs> gotta get those numbers uh, up, get that up to yeah. <laughs> yeah. really just crank them. So then I, you know, I was like, oh, maybe it's an anomaly. And I took it a couple more times. And then eventually during the day, it got up to 99.4. And I was like, all right, fuck, this is a problem. (laughs) Um, So I call work and I was like, look, I, you know, I may be okay. I don't really feel that weird. I feel a little run down. Um, I'm going to stay home tomorrow just as a precaution to see if my temperature goes up. Um, And, you know, like the people that I talk to from my work, I have like three bosses. Two of them were like, oh, yeah, that's fine. You know, obviously that's a smart thing to do. And then today I get a text from my other boss being like, who authorized you to work from home and blah, blah, blah. This is ridiculous. You need to come into work. This is not, you know, saying all the guidelines that I was basically recommending were not within as as like uh, fitting CDC got like some real fucking like I should go to the labor board type shit. Like I was furious. But then yeah, I read the, the I read the text and I was like, do they know you have a fever right now like that? It's you're not just staying home. She, she, you want to avoid the plague. She laid she later claimed. Yeah, she later claimed that she didn't really. But even if I didn't like that, the, the way, uh, you know, that she whatever it's that it, it's at, at the end of the day, I, I I feel like 
fine today and I, my temperature is like back to normal. So maybe it was just like a blip or maybe I was over, who knows, whatever. It's because I got the um, toilet paper. That's, it just, it, it synced up, right? It did. Yeah, it I, did. I, I feel strongly that the, the boomer, I won't get sick, I'm fine factor had a big degree to do with the election results this week. Um, yeah. <laughs> the, the, Very I, much so. you know, I mean, we knew that Florida was not going to go to Bernie, but every single county in Florida going to Biden, um, Biden winning Illinois by huge numbers, like that, <laughs> there's the people that wanted to vote for Bernie stayed home, like me. I stayed home because I'm like, I don't want to stay on the line with fucking hundreds of people. They closed a bunch of polling stations, so the ones that were still open, it was it was a fucking disaster. Just I was reading that morning, people were you know going to the polling location. It's closed. Then they go home and look up the website crashes. Uh, then they get there and their ballot has the wrong precinct on it because of course they closed it. And then they don't have the right return boxes, so they can't even accept ballots. So they're telling them to go to other locate. Like this is a fucking mess, right? And, and meanwhile, you got fiasco. boomers who are fine standing in line because they're like, well. <coughs> I guess if I die, at least I got to vote to deny Zoomer's health care. Yeah, like it's genuinely baffling. But this is, I mean, in a very shameful couple of decades for the Democratic Party, this is maybe the most shameful act I've ever seen out out of the Democratic Party machine. Tom Perez should be in fucking jail. Like Tom Perez, just to push the fucking rotting corpse of Joe Biden over the finish line, insisted that we hold fucking primary elections in the middle of a global pandemic when when cities including one cities in uh in states that were voting were on complete lockdown or partial lockdown partial shelter in place you know uh, orders he insisted on having fucking primaries because they wanted to get biden a bigger delegate lead so they can keep putting pressure on bernie to drop out at a time when, once again, all of Bernie's policies are being uh, proven to be 100% not only right, but the only solution to the disastrous uh, situation we find ourselves in and the disastrous system that we've let yeah. uh, develop over the last 40 years. The final it, solution, just, you could say. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, sorry. really, it, it, it's, it's just, but <clears throat> Tom Perez is a fucking worm. Like you, I, I have a clip of him here from Chris Hayes, and I haven't actually listened to it yet, but I, I, I've been saving it for the podcast because I Ugh. saw a lot of people being like, oh, this motherfucker. Um, but no, I mean, he literally, every, not only that, Biden was like, oh, well, you know, you should, everyone should go to the polls. And if you're not showing symptoms of COVID-19, you should be, you should go to the poll. Like, it, it's just, it's just science. It's like science denying fucking bullshit. Like, this is the party that claims, oh, well, we believe in science and we, every fucking doctor in the country, in the world is saying, hey, the biggest problem with COVID-19 is the asymptomatic uh, transmitters, people that have it and don't know they have it and are mass transmitting it to everybody else. Like that's the the biggest issue with this right now and why it spreads so quick is because a lot of people have it and don't realize they have it. They think up to 83% of the people that have it don't even realize they have it right now, which is horrifying. And you're cramming people in fucking hours long lines in these communities. And, you know, they were like, Oh, we're going to make sure we have every, proper precaution to make sure these machines are sterilized and they, and they, and they didn't they didn't they had not at all people not show up for one which i don't blame them uh yeah, but they they up. were they had precincts that had no hand sanitizer 
uh, had no supplies, had didn't even like had gotten no direction about how to you know what how to handle people. Yeah, procedures. Um, this was this was just completely a, a shit show. I mean, the, the fucking Republican governor of Ohio was more responsible than than the Democratic Party. Yeah, the Democrats were like were like trying to act like he was trying to to rig the election by postponing the primaries, not canceling the primaries, postponing them to June or to a later date when, you know, hopefully if we're not no. fucking morons, this will be passed. But as the way we're the way we're reacting right now, we're going to be deep in the throes of it, you know, months from now. All right, well, they've, um, they've got their plan to rig it for Joe and changing the schedule fucks up their plan. Right. Yep. So that's that's why they are threatening to penalize states with uh, uh, cutting their delegate count in half if they look out for voters health to stop a pandemic. That's it's, unprecedented it's in our lifetimes. It's just fucking insane. But play this clip of Tom yeah, so yeah. I, can, I can get furious. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I'm asking your position sure. as Tom Perez, the head of DNC. Sure. My, my understanding is you're saying you agree with the states that are going forward. Yes, we, we respect what they're doing, and we, you know, we always encourage everyone. And I've, I was in contact today with uh, people in a number of these states, uh, including but not limited to Arizona, and, again, asking them if they, do they believe they have the systems in place that enable them to put the elections on tomorrow, and they do. There are senior citizens sitting in there. They've been there two to three hours waiting. There are too many people smashed together in there. It's too close in there. They're talking about all of this. What's wrong? It's taking too long. And I mean, I've been standing out here an hour myself. Too many people in there. None of the senior citizens are being waited on. They're just sitting there and waiting. And a lot of people are leaving. They're not voting because they're having to wait so long. So they're leaving this poll. What is the matter? Supposed to be that maybe 30 minute wait? Two to three hours wait? Something is wrong. Somebody needs to do something. So part of the, 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 the what you couldn't see if you're just listening to that clip is they were showing like, like fast up, like triple time, you know, video of people walking up and down lines in Chicago that were hundreds of people long back to back, you know, front to back, like just uh, unbelievably unprepared, unbelievably fucking irresponsible. I mean, literally you're going to get people killed. Tom Perez is responsible for people dying from this because there's no way that nobody in those fucking lines in, didn't have COVID that nobody had COVID-19 in any of those precincts. And the people that did very likely spread it to, multitudes of other people who are then going to spread it to other people not realizing it. it it's just and they're so using fucking voting machines like they're touching them right and yeah. that's how it's spread it, even if you space everybody out they're fucking i mean literally i get home anytime i leave the house the first thing i do is wash my fucking hands and then if if you know probably every other day i'll take like sanitary wipes and wipe down every doorknob uh my laptop my phone um my yeah sort of coffee table where I, you know, I have my laptop on it. So I touch that. So it's, you know, like I don't, this is, this is supposedly more contagious than Ebola. Right. But it, you don't know 
you don't show any symptoms for two weeks, right? So like you at, at to, any yeah. point you could touch something that has it and just, you know, absentmindedly like you fucking rub your face. Like you, you I'm trying not to, but you know, it's very, it's very difficult to never touch. Like I, it's, I so it's many like times a, have caught a, myself. How many, like, how many times have you like had to scratch an itch and you had to like use the back of your wrist instead of your mm-hmm. hand, you know, inside or like of my shirt or fl- something Flip on a light switch with your elbow, you know, like uh-huh, this is uh-huh. the fucking world we live in now. But we're all fucking monk, you know, it's the, you know, and then there's nothing, but there's never been anything like this before. Like with the Spanish flu that killed 50 million people and ended world war one, you know, we didn't have commercial air travel back then. Like we didn't have people hopping from country to country to country, having no clue that they're carrying this, this lethal virus. So yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, it's an abundance of caution and hopefully all the things we're doing now that we should have done probably two weeks ago, um, are going to prevent mass death. Uh, China, with their, you know, admittedly authoritarian but very efficient central planning, uh, has already put a stop to new cases, right? And they were, you know, as Trump says, China, uh, the, the source of this, allegedly. Um, they've already stopped it. With eight, over 80,000 cases, they've stopped new infections, right? Yeah. And I... I don't know if everything they did to do that is probably ethical or necessary, but you know, if China's going to do anything, they're going to go big. Right. So as of right now, um, you know, there's bars and restaurants are closed. I hopefully everywhere. Uh, I heard they're finally going to close the fucking beaches. Right. Um, you know, really in Florida. Finally. Yeah. Finally, they took it seriously. Now that now they're they're all going to go back to their fucking home States. Yeah, in fact, you, you have that audio clip of the fucking drunk idiots at, at uh, spring break talking about why they weren't worried. Hang on one second. Oh, yeah, I do actually. Hang on. All right, yeah, so this, this is... is uh, this is just incredible, this, this is, fucking... This is a Timothy McVeigh-looking motherfucker talking about uh, how not a big deal COVID-19 is. And you can, you can hear how drunk they are here, too, so... Oh, yeah, he's, and he's like, his face is fucking flushed as hell. Here, so here's the audio. If I get corona, I get corona. At the end of the day, I'm not going to let it stop me from partying. You know, I've been waiting. We've been waiting for Miami spring break for a while. About two months we've had this trip planned. Two, three months. We're just having, having a good time. Whatever happens, happens. Like, it's really messing up with my spring break. What is there to do here other than go to the bars or the beach and they're closing all of it? It's really messing up. I think they're blowing it way out of proportion. I think it's doing way too much. Doing us bad. We need a refund. This virus ain't that serious. It's serious. It's more serious things out there like hunger and poverty, and we need to address that. Yeah, I mean, we planned this a long time ago, and it was kind of up in the air if we still go, but, like, we're here. I just turned 21 this year, so I'm here to party, so it's kind of disappointing, but we're just making the most of it. We met these other people in our little Airbnb spot, so we're just hanging out with them and trying to get drunk before everything closes. I mean, it sucks, but... We're gonna make the best of it. We're enjoying ourselves. It sucks. And I'm from New Orleans, so this really sucks. However, we're gonna enjoy ourselves. We're having day parties all day. It's my birthday, St. Patrick's Day. Turn up. We're just trying to roll with the boy. We're just living for the moment. We're just going for, we're just gonna do what happens, when it happens. When stuff closes, we're gonna do it when it closes. But uh, uh, besides that, we're just trying to have the best trip we can. Fucking morons. We're just living for the moment. Uh, yeah, no, it, the worst it, was the one, that the girl in the middle, like, oh my God. So, like, we've been playing this trip for like three months. Like, oh God. Just two months of your life you've been planning a fucking week to, to get sick and die. Way to go. Um, yeah. 
it, keep in mind, like these are all, they're all from the fucking south. Like the people that go to to Florida for spring break are almost all from the south themselves, right? Yeah, Alabama and uh, yeah, Mississippi. It's fucking redneck city. I, I swear. And then you wonder, like, oh, how did every county in Florida vote for Joe Biden? Right there's your answer. <laughs> fucking morons like that. <laughs> Oh, I'll, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get coronavirus. And it's just gonna happen. Whatever happens, happens. Yeehaw! Get her done. And then on top of that, you have fucking moron governors down there like Ron DeSantis, who says shit like, "Well, we ain't gonna close the polls. We had, you know, we voted during the Civil War. We're not gonna. Not, we're not gonna stop just because there's a global. It's like, yeah, we, you voted." We're, we're, when you were fighting the North to keep your fucking slaves during the Civil War. Yes. yes. Yeah, the the thing about the Civil War was that like you were not in the middle of trying to vote while being shot at by a fucking cannon on a battlefield. Like you don't, you, you didn't, you're not, in the, you're not getting, not, the not really difference. the same thing. Yeah. Ugh. And, and, and people actually, do, and, and of course, you know, Simone fucking Sanders and all the other gaslighters on Biden's campaign, we're all tweeting like, oh, this is ridiculous. And people are just trying to suppress the vote and blah, blah, blah. And they voted during the Spanish flu. People dug, dug up a bunch of info about how uh, severely the Spanish flu uh, the Spanish flu f- uh, spread after votes took place, like during the in, in the U.S., actually, like during the 1918 outbreak. The Spanish uh, like flu significant- killed 50 million people. Is that yeah. you want to fucking do that shit again? The, the fucking senator from Wisconsin or whatever it was said that 3.4% death toll is just fine. You know, big and, and his reasoning was, well, we don't stop driving cars and no cars. Cars kill 40,000 people a year, which is terrible, which is another reason why you shouldn't fucking drive. Four viruses right kill more but, than that. <laughs> right. But this is 3.4% of the population is 11 million people. That's that would happen in one year. That's I'll, a little bit more than 40,000 died in traffic accidents. So, yeah, yeah, yeah you have Republicans say so. basically saying, like, losing 11 million people, uh, you know, the, the population, more than the population of all of, of greater New York City, uh, or actually, that's, that's more 20 million. 8 million is greater, or like the five boroughs is about 8 million, correct? Yeah, I believe yeah. so. So more than New York City, this guy's okay with losing those amount of people. So yeah, business as usual. Um, and just to just to kind of give you an idea of how bad shit is right now in the U.S., you know, we had confirmed cases double overnight from yesterday till today, and obviously that's partly due to the fact that we have more testing. But in Italy, where it's where it's a nightmare right now, like they they were very unprepared for it, for the situation, much like we were. And a lot of people say that that's the model for like how well we've prepared. You know, they're they're about two weeks ahead of us, right? Uh, so people basically modeled out, you know, the number of cases per day. You know, starting with uh, February twenty third in Italy, they had about one fifty five, and in and on March fifth in the U.S. we had one fifty nine. So going forward from there, we matched them pretty closely. The equivalent of uh, three eighteen, uh, which is right. I don't know. Today's the nineteenth. The equivalent of 319 for them was uh, 7375. We're already over 10,000 cases. So we're already headed for a bigger disaster than Italy, who a week after their 7,000th case is up to 22,000 cases confirmed. So that's what we're looking at right now. And we're not even, you know, the president just enacted 
these like you know wartime uh you know resource acts basically where it's just like well we need to mass produce uh, tests and rest of ventilators and masks and all this shit we don't this is not going to happen like this is not going to happen for weeks it's amazing that you know the the power to nationalize the entire economy uh has always been there and the president just had to like boop done like we've been trying to do this for you know ostensibly socialists have been trying to nationalize uh these industries socialize these industries for 100 100 years you know just industry in general uh in this country at least you know in earnest since the 19 teens onward um union movement started in like the 1840s or so uh, and, and then fucking Donald Trump's like, all right, here we go. Chairman Mao, no more evictions. <laughs> Sorry, landlords. You can't fucking It's just like, what? So, what is, yeah. And he wants to give us all a fucking thousand dollars. No means testing. Nancy Pelosi's like, no, no, we're not going to so, do it. Yeah. Let, let's talk about this. Cause this is, this has become, I mean, maybe the biggest fiasco in the history of the democratic party. This will kill the part. I mean, like the, we, I, re- I already think that the, November election, if it actually still happens, uh, is going to kill the party because Joe Biden's going to lose 48 to 48 to 49 states, probably. Uh, You know, I mean, he'll probably win New York and California. Other than that, I think he's going to really struggle, Um, considering how fucking piss poor he's he's been so far. And the fact that once he gets up there with Trump and debates, it's going to be orders of magnitude worse. Uh, This response, their pathetic fucking fetishization of means testing and and always having to make bills worse and shittier is going to let the dem- the republicans outleft them on their on their fucking disaster response and you know it, we, so i mean we should also mention like you know just for if you've been living under a rock or if you're jared leto and just came out of a fucking Oh you God. know, ayahuasca uh, retreat or how some much shit. of a fucking did you see that Black Mirror episode where the fucking rich CEO like was you know with long hair up in a fucking man bun like that literally was what happened <laughs> and they're like <laughs> trying to they're trying to reach this guy because there's like something they I forget the entire plot but he's like in this fucking meditation retreat out in the desert can't be reached and eventually they get a satellite phone to him and he's like whoa what I, I fucking read that Jared Little shit, and I was like, "This is everyone. Everyone said this. They're like, this is the most Jared Little thing that could ever be. Is this right here?" <laughs> um. So so yes, for, for if Jared Leto happens to be listening, uh, the coronavirus in like two fucking weeks. Like I, I mean, really, like two weeks ago, this was not. It was a thing, and we were all worried about it, but it was not nearly as terrifying as it is right now because the the effects have not re- like n- now we're starting to feel the effects and things are starting to actually you know close down precautionary uh, precautionarily which they should have two weeks ago probably it's a good word precautionarily i don't even know if that's a word but <laughs> it's probably we're, gonna, we're gonna go with it um but my, my the other day well what word was it um oh fuck my mom said a word that was almost a word but not the word. And I was like, that's mom. That's not a word. And she's like, what? And she said it again. I'm like, no, it's it's like, it's like what they call an egg corn where you almost say the word, but you say, a, you know, it's the law of supply and command. You know, it's like, that's not right. Ricky. <laughs> anyway, I don't remember the, what the word it was, but yeah, mom, yeah. if you're listening, uh, it was cute. <laughs> um, so, uh, Oh yeah, no. So, I mean, they, I mean, they did a report a couple days ago and i'm sure the numbers are even higher now but they said 20 percent of the entire u.s workforce has seen 
uh, their hours either eliminated or severely reduced since this, this since this outbreak, and that's because uh, in across states, like places are, you know, I mean, there are certain states that are almost on full shelter in place orders. There, in New York, they've um, closed all restaurants, bars, movie theaters, any large malls, large gathering places. They closed all uh, the schools. They all this, oh, yeah, yeah. was trying to not close the schools because there's some fucking reason. Well, the reason I watched his press conference and he said, you know, basically you've got a hundred thousand students that are homeless, right? And they have no supervision if they don't go to school. And you know, a million That seems like a separate problem though. That seems like, hey, why don't well, you it's, fucking it's like put them in thousand here in Chicago? Right. But it's still it's like I mean, they're staying somewhere, but it's still yeah, yeah. They, they're they're kids that are already at risk, and when you take a million, well, it's not a million. It's like the the total amount of, you know, you've got a combined total of one million students and teachers in the New York public school system, and parents work right, and a lot of those kids will just stay home unsupervised, and kids are still going to socialize, and without any supervision, you have a higher potential risk of of contagion than if they were in class and had a teacher watching them. Now there's still a trade-off there. It's like, okay, but you know, then there just, there's more of them in the concrete area. So I get why he was reluctant to do that. And he also said, you know, yeah. look, if we close them now, we may not open again the school year. We may not open again this calendar year. Right. It's, yeah. it's like you, you pull it's the trigger and it ends right up now. making it worse than the, the standard for which you closed them by might be, we might not get back to a place <clears throat> of normalcy until 2021, you know, like we just don't know. So I, mean, I understand I, why he didn't want to do it, yeah. but it's, you know, I think ultimately like the, the, we've never had anything like this before. This is unprecedented in our lifetimes. So, uh, you know, Trump fucking sucks. Even if he gives us a thousand dollars, he's only doing it for self-interest. Right. Um, so uh, people you know. don't, yeah. Like revolt and the fu- society doesn't yeah. completely well, collapse. And that's why, that's why fucking Pelosi is opposed to it. Cause it fucking makes him look good. You know, it's like, okay, well, he's not going to call it socialism. He's going to call it Patriot Bucks or whatever, and it's gonna, he's going to fucking win. <laughs> That's why Pelosi doesn't yeah. want But the fucking idiot that she is can't, can never get her mind out of the means testing fucking, you know, the means testing gutter. And it's like, just propose a better fucking bill that gives people more money because it's a thousand a month is not going to fucking cut it for a lot of people who, who I, the, have to pay the, rent in excess of a thousand dollars a month, you know, oh my God. And have no job. Kamala Harris with her up to $500 thing. Good like, do God, you up fucking, to 500. Up that's to. a, that's like maybe that's not even, it's a shitty seven days pay. of rent for most people and live in a city. <laughs> like you fucking, you were in California. Put, put By the way, that 500 was for, a married couple. Somebody looked that up. It, it's two fifty <laughs> per individual. It's like you are you're Utterly significantly insane. to significantly to the right of Donald Trump and Mitt Romney and do, Steve Mnuchin. Your plan. Democrats realize that you can't pay rent with a tax rebate like that. Like, and then you, you, even the even the plan that Republicans were proposing was essentially going to be means tested based on your two thousand eighteen tax return. I don't personally file taxes because I claim the right amount on my fucking thing because I hate doing taxes. So the the tiny amount I would that? get, yeah, no, you can do it if you if you have a return and you don't file taxes, government just keeps it. They only come after if you owe money, and ah. if you claim if you claim the right amount, you're probably always going to be getting just a very small return, like a couple hundred bucks. And honestly, like it's not worth it to me to sit down and fucking wrap my brain. I just I can't. I'm, I'm a so visual like even if they learner, audited you, they'd I'm be not, like, well, he doesn't owe us any back taxes. 
it, right? Right, right. They like I said, they just okay. keep your money. It's not a problem. There was I think one year that I owed it, and they sent me a letter, and I was like, okay, so you want five hundred bucks? I'll pay you. Um, but besides that, like they just don't. They'll keep your money if you don't file that shit. You're fine. And I know a lot of other poor people don't file the taxes either. They just they don't make enough money. IRS doesn't come well, after them, yeah. or they or they or they were gonna get a return, and they just didn't file taxes, so the government keeps it. And they, they're fine with that. So w- what do I do? <laughs> this is this is well, why they, we should like not the first have any test at all. Isn't like the first twenty thousand? I, I I could be totally wrong in the figures, but isn't like the first twenty thousand is not is not taxable income or something? Essentially, so like if you make less than that, like if you make minimum wage, you basically might not have to file a tax oh, I return. I haven't, I haven't made minimum wage ever. <laughs> so that's, no, I'm no, I know. That, I but, don't know. I'm, I just uh, wonder if that's what the. But, but in any event, so still, um, like, why can't the government just look up what I made for that year? Why do I have to rely on a tax return? It should be through the so- Social prices? Security Administration, like, because everyone yeah. has a Social Security number. Right, well, I think you know. And then figure out a provision to, to get you know non 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 citizen residents and and you know permanent aliens and which Bernie would do which Bernie yeah. would do um, nobody else would uh, yeah no it's it's insane and if this is what fucking fascist Trump's willing to do imagine if Bernie was president right now imagine well, so if we, we have... had a real fucking socialist so I just want to give you guys some ideas about you know. Basically, Nancy Pelosi's big idea was either a means-tested check or tax credits, tax re- tax refund credits, which people wouldn't see until next year. Uh, so that's that's real fucking helpful, you fucking morons. Like, I'll just tell my landlord, like, hey, you know, I'm good for it till next year. Nancy wait Pelosi till, wait till April 2021, and I'll uh, I'll pay you <laughs> for my rent this month. So. Uh, Here's the GOP's bill that, and this is from three hours ago. So this is, I think, the Senate bill. Um, and th- th- these are the highlights of it. And again, it's better than <clears throat> what almost any Democrat has proposed, save for a few. Tulsi actually had a UBI bill that was, and we'll talk about her a little bit later, I'm Ugh. sure. Um, <laughs> but but no, but her, her UBI bill is good. Um, Rokana, AOC, Ilhan had a, had. I think they were all kind of like working on a similar bill together. Uh, and Bernie put out a proposal that was excellent, and we'll we'll give you his. But first, I'll just give you the GOP bill because, again, remember Kamala Harris's big idea was give two hundred and fifty dollars up to two hundred and fifty dollars for individuals uh, on a means testing basis. Uh, the they, GOP they bill fucking want her for vice president. I swear to God, Kay you imagine just idiots. The vice, the the, the 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 fucking Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer, the Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi, and the potential Vice President Kamala Harris, all have proposed bills significantly to the right of Mitt fucking Romney, who came out the other day and was like, "Yeah, let's just send thousand dollar checks to everybody." You know, like what you know, it it'll cost too much to actually administer to try to means test. You got the fucking let's just Republicans send- saying, "Hey, don't worry about the fucking debt ceiling. Fuck that shit now." Like what? Yeah. The, what the fuck? World the shit are we we've been in? saying for fucking yeah. So all right. So <laughs> here's the GOP. Here's the GOP's proposal, which is actually even better than the original Mitt Romney. Well, I mean, other than the provision at the end, but the the amount at least um, twelve hundred per person, twenty four hundred of filing jointly. I don't know if that means twenty four hundred per couple or per person if you're filing jointly, because then why would you even? What's the incentive to file jointly? It's the same amount. I, I would need clarification on that, but, um, but, he, but even so 1200 per person, um, 500 per kid, uh, begins to phase out above 75,000 phases out completely above 99,000. 
Um, which, which, look, I mean, as far as means testings go, that's not the worst means test. I still think like people who have jobs like that probably have also, you know, it, it, it's. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I have mixed feelings on that, but um, but but now the the bad thing about the GOP bill, much smaller benefit of six hundred for people who don't have federal tax liability. So I think actually, like in your case, you'd probably get a six hundred dollar check because I think for people that don't have tax liability and maybe didn't file income, didn't file a W two, they would get a six hundred dollar check. So that's also I don't know how that would be administered, but that's a whole nother. Yeah, I have, I have no idea either. Yeah, no, it's it's. I mean, I, I don't even know what to make of this shit. It's like, uh, you you see the Knotts Bulls on Twitter. They're like, hey, actually, Trump's to the left. So the, he's good now. Like, they just, that, that's all it takes for them to fucking switch. You know, that fucking shirtless yeah. pundit stoner shit where they just get high and go, wow, actually, Trump's good. And you're just like, no, 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 that, that's, this is an anomaly. <laughs> okay. Like, they're still fucking racist. When he says, when he calls it the China virus, and the press corps is like, that's hey, fucking racist. He's like, no, no, it's not racist. No, no, that's no, just that's racist. just where it comes from. From China. Well, no, he's this. This is national. <laughs> so, I mean, like he's like let's let's not let's not get it twisted. He's not doing this because he's all of a sudden a socialist. He's listening to Stephen Miller, who's in his ear, who's a fucking Nazi, and who understood uh, that Hitler rose to power, you know, using this kind of economic uh, populism tied in with hardcore you know nationalism hardcore white nationalism and it's basically right well and, and, to, and the people yeah. they were they were talking about this on tyt today which they for the first time tyt is being done remotely like they're like at home mm-hmm. calling in with earbuds in the, the way we do our show essentially uh and they were saying like look these people are th- these right-wing voters aren't really right-wing. They just listen to fucking hardcore right-wing people on the radio all day. They'll go along with anything they're told. They're, they're highly yeah. impressionable to authority figures. And if, if the you know, right-wing fascist says, hey, guess what? We're all, we're doing, if Trump comes out and says we're doing Medicare for all, it would happen. It would get done. He can't undo Obamacare, but if he called it, you know, I don't know, fucking uh, liberty care for all, it fucking get Pass with flying colors because these people would just be like, "Hey, I want some of that," you know. It's like the, yeah. you know that that meme with the two guys fighting from a reality show, and it's just like they're fighting over. Yes, you know, like now it's just, or whatever. yeah, they're just like there are now. There's a version where they're just arguing over like, well, what do you call socialism? It's like no, it's they just don't call it. You know, as long yeah. as you don't call it that, then you can do it all day long, and the right will love it. Because <laughs> yeah. I mean, George Bush got reelected for giving every American a three hundred dollar check once. <laughs> so, like, that's all it yeah. fucking took. So, um, so I want to I want to lay out Bernie's plan, and Bernie's got the most, of course, as per usual, the most comprehensive plan, which has since been adopted by the uh, Progressive Caucus in the House, and you know, a couple of other fra- fragments of the Democratic Party who are saying. Hey, maybe let's not cede uh, the economic left to uh, the fucking Republicans, you psychopaths. Like, let's maybe not do that. Um, so this is Bernie's plan. And again, you have to remember, uh, people have been laid off. I mean, people are going to be out of work for fucking God knows how long. Months. It could be, you know, longer than that. Could, Like you said, it could be in the 2021. And it's not just like if we managed to flatten the curve of the coronavirus and get this under control, shit's not just going to go back to normal overnight. I mean, these people have been, people will have been out of work for 
you know, five, six months, maybe. I mean, it's like this is going to be disastrous to the long-term health You're of right. this country. Even after the risk is minimized to the point where it's safe to go out and do shit, there's going to be people that just won't. Like that, the, yeah. once everyone finally gets it, you're not going to see people flocking back to many restaurants. Uh, our, my mayor, Lori Lightfoot, just announced uh, $100 million in small business loans that are available by what I'm assuming is a very low interest rate. Um, that's just through the city. And she had a press conference today and said, look, but on top of that, we're going to need billions in assistance just for the yeah. city from the federal government. Um you know, I mean, fucking big city, you've got I, who knows how many thousands of, of of independently owned restaurants, cafes and bars who have hundreds of thousands of employees. Right. That's what fucking people come here for. Right. If you're if you're L.A. or you're, uh, you know, New York City or Chicago, your fucking economy runs on tourism. Right. And you can't shut that down for a week or two weeks or a month or three months without, you know, th- seriously threatening the livelihoods of, of a, 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 a very large minority of the city. Right. Like yeah. that is <laughs> anyway. So and it's just, yeah. And it's just, you know, it's really fucking heartbreaking. Like you talk to people like that, you know, or people that, you know, that work in the restaurant, like my, you know, my stepfather, he owns a food distribution company and he sells, uh, you know, uh, produce and meat and all that sort of stuff. He goes down to like the market in Queens or whatever and sells it to all the restaurants in in Westchester County, which is if people have are not from New York, don't know. I think is the epicenter of coronavirus in in the Northeast, basically. Like the most cases have been in Westchester County. That's, that's where, where like the X-Men's Synago- mansion was. Do you know that? Remember it, that? Yeah, it was yeah. actually. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I would think. Uh, of I'd always be like, oh shit, Professor. Um, but like, because that's where like the synagogue was, where that one positive guy infected like 500 people, and they had a quarantine zone in Nourishell. Oh, like it was a whole fucking night. So, and that's where his store is in Nourishell. So he has lost like 80 percent of his business. Like he's like, I don't know how the fuck I'm gonna. So he doesn't sell like to groceries. He only sells to restaurants. No, no, no. He's a wholesaler. So like he's like it's like like Conagra, or, but he's like a small business version of like a U.S. Foods or Conagra. You know, like the people that sell to directly to restaurants and school. He actually sells to schools also, which of course so he's not also like a, completely went away. He's not like a sanitation consultant, uh, but <laughs> no, actually he's in the mob. Yeah. No, 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 no. He is Italian. But no, no. I'm currently um, re- rewatching the Sopranos right now. So it's like, it's very ingrained in um, my, in my brain. Um, yeah, no, in fact, like there was a, fucked, a fucking like... scene in this episode the other day where uh, Meadow, his daughter and her like uh, psychosomatic roommate are went to New York city and there was like a homeless woman that had like a uh, newspaper sticking out of her ass crack. Uh, and I was like, that's all, that's going to be all of us pretty soon. <laughs> like it seemed very timely. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. And, and you know, I, I people I know or people like, you know, you talk to people from your, like the restaurants you like to order from. They're like, I don't know how we're going to survive that. It's just really fucking heartbreaking shit. And it's like, um, this is not going to just be one and done. like the, the people we're going to need to institute, a long-term UBI in this country to get everyone back to a place where they can actually survive. Unless you want a complete societal collapse where we're at 20, 25%, 30% unemployment, which again is like great depression numbers. Like, and we're, again, we're experiencing the worst 
of the 2018 or sorry the 1918 spanish flu and the 1929 stock market crash and recession at, at the, the same, same time, time. <laughs> at the same fucking time. It, 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 it's, it's horrifying. I, I mean, I it, the difference is that like back then they would actually try new shit. You know, FDR was like, Hey, what if we did actually like radically new, different ideas? You still, uh, you know, I got this corporations this fucking, hadn't completely bought fucking DC off. Like they were, <sighs> but you. like not, you know, the, the thing about FDR was that he was a rich guy. You know, he was like, like Trumbo, like that scene from Trumbo where, Louisa Kay's like, you know, you you talk like a radical, but you live like a rich guy. And he's like, well, there's a benefit to that, is that I can get into the rooms <laughs> with certain people. And I think that that was the kind of thing with FDR. He was like, yeah, I'm I'm a rich guy, but I'm trying to do shit for poor people. It was Bernie's fucking like barely a millionaire, only because he had a best selling book and has worked well past the age of retirement as a senator, which you know you get like what two fifty k a year. Uh, but he lives like a poor guy. Like look at you look at the fucking. The the photos of the his stream, living room. Oh my god! The, that's the, the clothes chair. The clothes chair that was so out of control. There was like a picture <laughs> sitting on top of the clothes chair. <laughs> that's his dude has mis dude has mismanaged. He has mismanaged uh, mismatched chairs in his living room. Like his chairs in his living room don't, don't even match. It's like this is how much of a fucking regular guy the, he the is. Most is that like- donations in U.S. history to a politician, and he's lighting his fireside chat with lamps on the floor. <laughs> Yeah, like two mismatched like lamps is is what he's using for for fill lighting for his fireside chat to hundreds of thousands uh, of people. But that's uh, why we fucking love him. But and again, this is like so. Okay, so let me talk about Bernie's plan because his plan, of course, is the most comprehensive, uh, which means it's never going to pass. Um, it so uh, Bernie's pandemic response plan includes free healthcare for the duration of the pandemic, which fucking duh. Um, uh, $2,000 a month to every person, uh, massive increase in healthcare capacity, keep all workers on payroll, uh, you know, subsidized by the government if, if you know, employers can't maintain that. Food and housing security, stop evictions, foreclosures, shutoffs, all things that are being done piecemeal in states and, like, to some extent. But, like, his is basically a national call to action, and it's the only logical and sane uh response to the situation and you know trump's actually cherry-picked a lot of ideas from bernie's uh you know response in the last week because i think he he understands that that's actually what we need in this and not because he gives a fuck but like he understands that to get reelected, it's really going to be difficult for him because he's completely botched the fucking coronavirus situation like he called it a hoax you know he fucking downplayed it for months when he could have been preparing so the only way he's going to salvage his campaign which is all he ultimately gives a shit about is to enact broad sweeping uh reform to pull us out of it before the election and to do that he knows he's actually going to need to enact the plans that bernie's is talking about so that's why you're seeing kind of echoes of that from trump even though he's of course a right-wing reactionary you're seeing him say things like no evictions no shutoffs you know moratorium on shutoffs i want to give every american a check in their hands i want these things that bernie is saying it's like there's a reason he's fucking saying these things and the democrats can't fucking rise to this occasion it's unbelievable no of course not i mean i was talking to my mom about this last night you know it's like nobody nobody wants to be the you know person in charge during a crisis but everybody who has power with a crisis knows there are ways to swing it to your advantage. 
Right. Like, that's why we're always worried, like, oh, the president's just going to start a war before the election. And then everyone's like, yes, sir, Mr. President, time of war. Vote for you again. Don't change horses in midstream. Right. And so, you know, when you when you start hearing, you know, Biden and Trump both saying, like, we got to respond to this as though it's a war, you know, like that, that there's a reason for that. (laughs) They want to get everyone kind of like, hey, don't don't worry about the things we fucked up. We got to treat this as though. You know, it's we got to get the National Guard out there to enforce martial law, you know, which is can we bomb the like, coronavirus out of existence <laughs> right. is basically Joe Biden's question. Right. And, right then, you know, still like twists it like, oh, it's the China virus. It's it's not it's not my fault. It's China's fault. Like we're that the, that rhetoric plays to his base. Like there's a reason he's saying that <laughs> despite all fucking logic. Right. It's it's spinning it to an advantage for an election. There's even speculation from like some CDC, you know, officials that this may have actually started in the US because people were experiencing major flu symptoms back in November um and there were I forget exactly what it was, but basically there was this really large military operation in Wuhan that took place in November um and people from that uh from that mission were actually like noted to be sick at that time. So like, there, yeah, and wouldn't this may be me. bullshit, but you never know. Like this could be a fucking first reported case in South Korea was the same day as the first reported case in the U S. So with it, with a 14 day incubation period, there's no fucking way to know. Right. And, yeah, and if you no look way. at how just in general, how disease ridden, uh, you know, the white Anglos have been historically, <laughs> Uh, it's kind of our th- it's kind know, of our it, chief. It's kind of our bread disease. and butter. You know, you you there's a reason <laughs> there's a reason the plague flourished in Europe but didn't anywhere else in the world. You know, the one of my one of my favorite uh, short stories from Edgar Allan Poe that we had to read back in high school was uh, the Mask of the Red Death, right? Oh, Where yeah. all these I don't know if you how well you remember it, but it's like all the rich people in like a. It, I'm not sure exactly what time period it takes place. Might be medieval. Uh, it was written in 1842, but it's all, all the rich people uh, have have welded the gates of the castle shut to protect themselves from the poor people, and they think they can like just have this this like huge gala ball, right? Um, this masquerade ball, and it, as they're riding out this plague that's going on, and they think like their wealth in the castle walls are going to protect them. And eventually, they realize that like you know they're all in costumes, right? And they eventually realize there's somebody there. That that looks way more realistically like a fucking specter of death, and every time somebody approaches the specter of death, they fucking crumble to ground, like bleeding out of their pores and dying. That's why they call it the Red Death, um, which which apparently was a disease that that Poe made up. That was sort of based on cholera and tuberculosis. I was gonna say it sounds uh, a lot like tuberculosis. Which, yeah, yeah, but the the rate at which it happens is much more similar to Ebola, which of course didn't exist at the time. But so basically, it was it was like this death found its way in and kills all the rich people, almost you know very karmically, given the fact that they thought they could keep out the poor people and then keep out the disease. Um, but yeah, it, it's really. I, I feel like the only reason. Really, the only reason that we were seeing action taken is because you you can keep poor people out in a gated community. You can't keep out a fucking virus. You know, nope. fucking Bolsonaro <laughs> has this fucking <laughs> thing now. 
and he's, Even though he's just, trying to act like he did. He doesn't. Just, I love it. He's just going around like shaking hands. Oh, I'm fine. He's fucking got this surgical mask on. He like fucking, fucking death. gets stuck on his eyes and he can't get it on. Did you see that video? The <laughs> no. press conference where he's like fumbling with the mask and it like it like it, oh, it, it gets on his ear and then it comes off his ear and it like snaps him in the eye. <laughs> it's, it's just so funny because like none of the world leaders will admit that they have it. Because I understand that like it, it would cause a a mass panic in a country if it's like hey this uh you know uh, this this world leader who happens to be in the highest age you know highest risk age group has this virus that has a 14 percent chance of killing him um you know everybody fucking panic right now so like like uh justin trudeau's wife has it yet somehow justin trudeau doesn't have it the prime minister of spain's wife has yeah, you it? don't think Justin Trudeau fucks his own wife? You think? I mean, he's got he's got somebody else he fucks. He doesn't fuck his wife. Obviously, I don't know. No, um, if he does, he's got to put the black face on first. That's the only way to <laughs> let him. To let him fuck. <laughs> uh, um, be like a Bill no. Blasio tie-in with that joke somehow. I just have to yeah, no, it for yet. sure. <laughs> but no, but they're all bu- they're all bullshitting. They all I'm sure like they all have it or a lot of them have it, and it's just it, what it would do to their economies it would probably further tank their economy to find out that the leader of their, it's their, their fucking country image had. and it's their ego too it's it's like yeah, they, they sure. get off on meeting 100 people a day and shaking their hands and having their ass kissed and it's like well dude, i i'm gonna can i pay you 100 dollars to kiss my ass now nope okay all right well what power do i have anymore <laughs> right uh, and, and I, you know people have been like oh how come all the celebrities are getting tested with no symptoms but poor people can't you know like i, I it it's cuz they're fucking rich that's why yeah, but also <laughs> but also like when you're fucking tom hanks like you're people are coming up to you constantly if you're on a movie set or just you go out to eat like people are walking up to you all the time you're being exposed to all these other people so like yeah we should test them but we should also test everybody else and i get it you can't test Seven billion people simultaneously, but at least certainly when you don't do anything to prepare and fucking get tests beforehand and accept WHO testing and things like that. I just I really worry about what you know. Like we're already like you know we don't even know if we can fucking contain this in the richest country in the world. What what happens when it takes hold in the third world? You know where where there's just no fucking resources. Right. Bad. Look at Iran. Yeah. I mean, Iran is oh, yeah. being fucking crippled by our sanctions right now, and they can't get basic like uh, PPE, personal protective equipment for their medical, uh, you know, their medical people. They're digging mass graves in Iran right now because they just have no way of fucking uh, allegedly. Allegedly, I don't fucking trust. When I see a headline from Washington Post that says, "Oh, you know, Iran's digging mass graves already," and I look down, it's like I I can't tell what the fuck that is. Like why? But, why mean, is the ground all white? That doesn't look like a mass grave. That looks like a fucking. But cattle even, farm. but like you know, we're 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 they fuck Pompeo announced new fucking sh- sanctions on Iran yesterday. Uh, yeah, this I mean it's it this is fucking sociopathic. Like you're gonna just you're just like hey, we just want to murder a bunch of people, like a bunch more people than are already gonna die because of our fucking sanctions where they can't That's get what you get for not trading the petro dollar. <laughs> just yeah, I mean it's just fucking so disgusting. So, um, Bernie has been really fucking hammering away with his response to this and um you know following this totally illegitimate election on tuesday a bunch of press you know idiots because all they care about is the horse race uh 
and don't understand that there's maybe some more pressing matters, which is why he didn't tell people to go out and vote on Tuesday. Uh, keep asking him, oh, well, when are you going to drop out, Bernie? Are you going to drop out, Bernie? So they're they're like badgering him with these questions. And he actually had a great response the other day. That's uh, oh, great. During this press, we actually have the audio. I'm so glad the audio came out because at first we only saw the uh, somebody tweeted about it. And then the audio popped up like like a couple hours later. So here's the audio from that. We sent out a statement. Uh-huh. What's your time frame? Uh-huh. Stop with this. I'm dealing with a global crisis. You know, we're dealing with it. You, you're asking me these questions. Right? You're running for president. So just well, right now I'm running. Your... Right now I'm trying to do my best to make sure that yeah. we don't have an economic meltdown mm-hmm. and that people don't die. Is that enough for you to keep me busy for tonight? <laughs> Feisty, feisty burning. So, so they they bleeped it out on MSNBC, but the word he said was fucking. Yeah. So you know when he's like, oh, I don't really, I don't have a talents for bullshit. I you know like now that we know that Bernie can drop the f bomb at will and it's fine, right? Like I like they, they said this on TYT today too, but it was like I wish he would been that way before. I wish yeah, he was come, come as, at Joe as, Biden with that fucking energy, yeah. man. Come on, be as, like... be as vulgar as Trump. <laughs> I mean the rule. There's no more fucking rules. Right, like, but all... and, and it's not like, and he was doing it from a genuine place of like, I'm just trying to keep people from fucking dying. Like, it's like he, it was, it was just, it was clearly a very candid, like un, un, you know, unexpected moment of losing his temper because he's like, I'm killing myself right now to try to get people to pass basic social safety reforms to keep people alive, and you're asking me about a fucking, uh, ooh, who's gonna drop out? Who's gonna endorse who? Like, and and. Remember when Bernie had the most delegates and they and they asked every fucking other person oh, running? Oh yeah, it's it, funny. If Bernie has the most delegates but only has a plurality, not a majority, should he be the nominee? And they were like, "No, of course not. We would never." No, let the, so let the literally play out. Is when Bernie was up, they said, "Well, there's there's, there's no saying that having the most delegates means you're the fucking fr- means you get to be the nominee." And now that Biden's got it, it's like, why is Bernie even still running? How I mean, but Biden has the most. Of course he's the presumptive nominee. Fuck that shit. Bernie needs to not fucking drop out. I don't care how many fucking delegates he has. He needs to go to the convention, fuck that convention up, say, you're not getting my fucking delegates. I'm not going to release my delegates or tell them who to vote for until I get some real fucking shit in this platform. Shut it fucking down. Not- the last time you're ever going to run, Bernie, on, seriously... Right, yeah. like you've got nothing else. This is to your lose. fucking legacy, right here. Like, what this you is, do in the next the last six months? Fucking leveraging chess move you got to make the biggest. We love you and everything you've done, Bernie. But like, you've got to stick this out. Fuck all the haters. Don't listen to what they fucking say to you. You know, like you said, you got no talents for bullshit. So do we. Like, get something out of this. Not to mention, um, we're heading into a global pandemic, which has a up to up to a fifteen to I think twenty percent in some countries kill rate at a at like in the you know seventy and above age group, and we're running two septuagenarians against a third septuagenarian in this presidential election. There's a good chance that Joe Biden or one of the other people doesn't make it. Like there, there's no reason for Bernie to drop out right now. Stay to the fucking convention. Uh, stay till you know. Stay beyond the convention. Like don't, don't let don't let Biden have a majority, because I mean no. Bernie's still getting delegates, right? Like he's he, I don't even know what the spread is right now, but uh, Biden's it, like three hundred up, but like, but they still haven't given him all of California's fucking delegates, Bernie. So it's like, 
just fucking absurd. Absolutely absurd. Um, you know, it, it's total bullshit. Um, it, I, you know, it, it's just, this is, this is Bernie's moment to really, you know, they stole this fucking election from us and not just from him, from us. Like this was our election. We've, we've put, uh, you know, countless hours and people have, you know, fucking sacrificed, you know, their entire lives changed around, you know, like the, the quit jobs to go volunteer for Bernie donated, you know, whatever they could out of their small paychecks. Like we, we've all donated way more than we probably could have afforded to spend discretionarily on, you know, uh, something like frivolous or whatever. Uh, people have spent a lot of money and a lot of time and they fucking stole it from us. Like they put all of their efforts to, to fucking, uh, to fuck him over at the worst possible time to prop up the worst possible candidate, like any of the other Democrats running God. would have been a better choice. This to, was, to... Yeah. I, I was talking to my mom last night. Um, and we both were like, how did we go from having a couple of decent candidates? Suddenly the front runner is the literal worst of them. If Mike Bloomberg had had a career as long as Biden, he would be probably worse, but he doesn't right. Like he only got on politics recently to be mayor. Uh, Far and away, Biden's the worst, right? And and there's no fucking way. I, you know, she even agreed. You know, uh, there's no way that Bernie, you know, who wins Iowa, New Hampshire, and Nevada, three in a row, first three states in a row, never been done before, suddenly loses Michigan and loses Washington. There's 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 just no fucking way. There's no way that Washington State, where Bernie beat Hillary by I think twenty five percent somewhere around mm-hmm. there. He got like 70% of the vote. He got fucking just overwhelmingly Bernie blew it away in Washington. Suddenly then loses to fucking Joe Biden. There's just yeah. no fucking way. Not to mention exit polls being like, uh, you know, five to 15 points off in multiple elections, especially in like Boston and uh, Massachusetts and uh, Super Tuesday states. Bolivia which is, is officially you know, allowed to wage a coup. In America now, Bolivia is like, okay, yeah, you sure. you fucked up your election way worse than us. Where you just, I they had what four? I, the, the, the I, I think NATO actually NATO guidelines are anything above four percent discrepancy in exit polls to actual results is grounds for suspicion of uh, election fraud. So what do you call how does, consistently? How is an exit poll not exactly the same. Like if you're or very, gonna, I, I mean, it's a sampling, but still very ident, like very within. How there's many a reason they say lie four points. after they vote. How many people are like, no, oh yeah, no. I voted, I mean, voted why for would Bernie, you? but actually uh, I voted for Biden. Like no one does that. Why? You're, well, like, you're what's excited. The point of that? Yeah. If you're gonna fucking participate in the exit poll as you're walking out, like, hey, who'd you vote for? If you're fucking stoked, you'd be like, oh, I voted for, you know, like you've already done it. Or you can not answer, but they don't include the the non-answers in in yeah. in the fucking thing. So there's no way that ten percent. Uh, lied. There's just no way. No, no. So there's been rampant fucking shady shit going on, and you know, uh, Bernie can't call that out because then it'd be like, oh, what? What are you a fucking lunatic? You're trying to say that they're cheating? Like, so I mean, he's in a horrible, unwinnable situation. It's the same um, as 2016, though, right? Like, yeah, you gotta. Bernie's got to blow it up, right? And and I know he'll never run third party, but. He'd he's, fucking he's, win this time, like the, it, w- with the coronavirus and his response, and Joe Biden's brain leaking out of his ear. Bernie actually has a decent shot 
of pulling off like 33% right. of the vote, that's, that's, which that's, would that's win the thing. In, this, in a three-way race. The DNC can't rig a general election. They can rig their own oh. primary, but they can't rig the general election. So, you know, Bernie's never run third party, so I'm not going to, like, say he has to because he's not going to. But if, 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 if Bernie, of course, will want to try to get Biden elected, he will campaign for him. I know that's going to happen. But if he's going to do it, it's got to be with fucking conditions. It's got to be, listen, this is what we're going to do. Like, he's got to fucking sit those people down and say, your only fucking hope of winning is to do all the shit that I was going to do. And, and make yeah. no fucking compromise. And they're never going to do it. And I would never believe them if they said they were going to do it. So th- for me, there's nothing on the, there's nothing in the world that could get me to vote for Joe Biden unless Joe Biden, like, you know, lumbered up onto stage and ripped off his fa- his fucking skin suit. And it was Bernie Sanders underneath. There's nothing in this world that could get me to cast a ballot for Joe Biden. But Bernie's got to extract something. And, and again, I don't think Joe Biden has a shot in hell beating Donald Trump. In this no, election, because I'm not going like, to vote for him. I'm going to. I mean, if he made Bernie his VP uh, at the convention and then died, I'd be like, okay, I'm voting Biden. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'll vote for that, that ticket. Sure, I'll vote for that ticket. I will vote for which happens. Like you can die and be on the ballot still and still get elected. That happened. In okay, that's okay. So I shouldn't say never. If Joe Biden dies before the election and it's Joe Biden, Bernie Sanders ticket, I would vote for that <laughs> ticket. I would vote for Joe Biden. <laughs> But uh, I'm kind of kind of dubious on that happening, unfortunately. Um, I think what he's going to probably do is pick Kamala Harris. It would be he, he, fucking hilarious if you pick someone even worse, like Amy Klobuchar. That would be the establishment move: is to have him pick Klobuchar as his VP. Oh my God, nobody. And that's the thing is, like, like I, except for a fringe of just rabid online trolls, nobody liked no, women in the Democratic Party. Did not like. Kamala Harris or Amy Klobuchar, they liked Liz Warren. Most of the people that liked Hillary Clinton that were, you know, these rabid white liberal feminists gravitated towards Liz Warren, right? And and I, I think rightly so, Liz Warren comes off as a decent person. She's clueless and her policies are actually pretty right-wing when you look at her voting record, but she still comes off as nice, Right. Kamala doesn't. Amy Klobuchar definitely doesn't. (laughs) And that's why they never got above like 5%. Right. So, uh, yeah, if, if, if Biden picks Kamala, it's going to be purely on ID poll. Uh, I don't see him picking. The thing is that they never pick somebody else who they're running from. Like they want, they always want somebody completely unknown because they think that 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 like excites people be like who's this person who is sarah palin i've never heard of her before (laughs) like they they bank on that shit they bank on like the excitement of being total like oh look at this rabbit i pulled out of my hat right so there's no way and fucking i mean look at kamala's numbers even in california like that's not black vote i mean the whole thing is they're like oh joe biden's got the black vote in the south like well they somehow liked him and didn't you know, no nobody likes Kamala Harris. I don't know what her constituency is because it's just the you know, like you know, we were going to talk about Tulsi, but uh, you know, the one good thing Tulsi did was fucking take out Kamala by talking about her fucking record as an attorney general, kneecapped her, the fucking Billy Club, uh, and then yeah, goes so, and then fucking endorses Biden this week. Yeah, well, fucking, so before geez. before we get out of here, let's talk about Tulsi because. Jesus Christ, what are you doing, Tulsi? Um, you know, 
what, what a mess. And uh, I remember back during, I think it was like the first debate when the whole like Joe Biden uh, supported uh, segregationists and uh, opposed busing thing came up when it was the him versus Kamala thing, um, which it seems like it was seven years ago, but it was really only like four months ago, which is good God. Um, think about that Lenin quote about, uh, you know, how, how, year, how decades happen in weeks or whatever. Um, but, uh, Tulsi like defended Biden during that interaction, which I thought was really, I think we all kind of was like, oh, that's weird. I wonder what the hell that's about. Um, and like, wouldn't really attack him in the press. And like, I think we all kind of just chalked it up to, well, yeah, Tulsi's got some weird fucking shitty views on certain things. She's not bad on other things, but for whatever reason, I, I don't know what it is. She just decided out of the, I mean, you know, she, she should have dropped out like pre super Tuesday. She had no fucking viable path to the, to the nomination, uh, after Iowa essentially. And she's stuck in there. Um, but she hung on and she was the last candidate to drop out other than, you know, that wasn't other than Bernie and Biden. And she decided to endorse Joe Biden, uh, even though she's claimed, you know, to be aligned with Bernie's like, policy priorities and okay, you know, she, who knows what she claims everything she says so contradicts weird, the last thing she said so fucking weird remember how much fucking like i love that once jank went off to go run for whatever thing that he failed at that anna has totally taken over tyt uh and has definitely moved it left definitely done a better job uh than he has but remember how much fucking heat anna would get for fucking grilling tulsi on all of her inconsistencies yeah, like there, if you fucking talk shit about her for for that, I mean, I'm critical of her for some other things, but if you talk shit on her for grilling Tulsi, uh, especially for you know the Modi stuff in India, like you should apologize to her on Twitter, <laughs> like honestly, because sure. I think there's all this yeah. time you were wrong and she was right, and now we got the fucking proof of that. So. The problem with Tulsi is that the centrists hated her and like the near tans of the world. So I think we reflexively felt the need to defend her because they, they would attack her in really bad faith with red baiting bullshit. Well, and we were like, I fuck you. Yeah. But, but, but there were legitimate left criticisms of her that I think maybe got underplayed because there were those shitty centrist, uh, you know, fake criticisms of her. So I think there was a little bit of a, solidarity with her there no, people because we had they we were faced our, the same shit from team. them you know right and it's the same it's the same thing though it's the people that that really bought in on her are like the shirtless pundit people you know that, that went like oh bernie got cheated dnc bad now i'm a republican like that's <laughs> like that's that's the progression <laughs> well, and it, it happens all the fucking that's the problem that bernie lead. has you know like yeah. that, that that where she where she had him beat but um you know, you know i mean the guy's lonely up there politically like he's got nobody as good as him even he's the loneliest fucking, man in politics Ilhan, fucking Ilhan omar liked to fucking tweet from simone sanders that was bashing the left oh. Like, bashing Bri- bashing uh, Brianna Joy Gray, out, like subtweeting her, basically. Right, right, yeah. So we're still like, oh, I really hope know. that was an accidental like. I mean, that's, that's what I'm just telling myself to get through <sighs> the fucking it's night. Fucking staff trying to reach out to people they think are going to be in <sighs> power eventually. God, really. Gross. Uh, you know, and we've talked about AOC. You know, the 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 rift, very concerning, supposedly, yeah. um, where she has been reluctant to go to recent campaign events. Now, of course, those are all canceled now because of coronavirus, but, but there was apparently a rift between her and, and 
and, and Bernie's manager um, because she had talked about like, you know, basically alerting people to ice activity, you know, to like warn people if there was ice activity. And she, AOC said that from a, uh, you know, from a, uh, a rally stage for Bernie. And they were like, uh, allegedly, again, this is all like unnamed sources within the Sanders campaign. So who even fucking knows if anyone actually said this? That there, that that caused a rift. It was like I don't think Bernie would have a problem with that. So like, why would it's Faiz possible have a, a, a staffer would have a problem with that? I, I wouldn't believe the Fayez would have a problem with that either. I think like Jeff Weaver might have a problem with that, but who knows? <laughs> who fucking knows? Like there, there's so many agendas and there's fucking moles and you know like you Simone see Sanders all these was on Bernie's team last time. Like these people are there's people there's career scumbag, pol- you know, careerists who are and, and you know certainly I'm sure trying to take a- them down. I'm sure there's a few moles in Bernie's campaign, but you see these articles where it's like a senior staffer, a senior unnamed staffer conveniently uh-huh. uh, in the Sanders campaign uh, is worried that he has no plan. Mm. It's like, I don't, I don't think they have a senior staffer fucking say that. No, no. Like they, because they know the fucking, they'd be fucking loyal. Like I've worked on campaigns and I know the, you know, the people that get up to the senior level are fucking loyal and hate the media. So they're not gonna fucking rat on their candidate like that. That's that's no, somebody no. writing the article, pretending as though they had a source when they had no source and they made it up themselves. Or they they wrote it and then they went out and found a source to kind of co- corroborate elements of it, and they were like, oh yeah, sure, that's enough. Yeah, or they're lying they're about just, the person's position within the campaign. Or mis- yeah, they're well, but look, even if none of that was true or if it's overblown, I think AOC has made a lot of questionable decisions, and I I, I am very concerned with her as any kind of future leader of the left movement because she's entirely too deferential to the democratic party as it, and, and I'm not, I'm not saying like she sucks or anything, but like, I just think she has bad instincts at times and that's a fucking problem because yeah. Yeah. I, you know, and it's we, just concerning. We've praised her. We've criticized her. It's just, you know, like Bernie, I think got where he was because he, kind of stuck to his guns and failed and failed and failed. And he, and he was and there before won, any of them. And then won, like he's a... and then won. Whereas AOC was like, I mean, she did the work. Obviously, she had the fucking work to beat Joe Crowley. God bless her for that. But the the fame that was bestowed upon her so quickly, she seems a little starstruck with herself at times. Uh, you know, the, the rally where she didn't even mention Bernie's name the whole time. <laughs> what like, the fuck was uh, that? What do you... Yeah. What is that? You know, like, are you, is, are you, is this a rally for you or for Bernie Sanders? And this is like, not to say she can't be redeemed, but she really needs to. I, I think the big turning point was when she kind of basically fired all of her staff. Like she was forced to fire, like, you know, Troy Kotchakarbardi, all the people that got her there who I, weren't DC. Why was she, why was she forced to? I don't know if she was, there, there was rumors that she was pressured to by Biden Pelosi to like get rid of her because they were th- this was like when the, her staffers were tweeting things and they, they were turning into big stories about like, oh, AOC's chief of staff said that we should abolish I, like whatever. I don't even remember exactly what it was, but like they were they were they were trying to turn her staffers into pariahs and all of her staffers were like non career D.C you know, parasites, basically. They weren't those. They were like actual people. organizers from. Her yeah. District, actual organizers right? and things like that. So, um, the people she, I would she have got rid of most of them. <laughs> right. And uh, I think that's where the problem started. So I really fucking hope that somebody can reach Bernie. I think is the only one who actually has the authority to kind of put, put her, not put her in a room, but like get her in a room and say, look, I understand that you're under immense pressure to do things to go along. But like, this is what I've learned over my, 
40 years in in politics you can't fucking do this shit you can't play ball with these people because look what they did to me i play ball with them i mean incessantly and they isn't they've isn't cut my endorsing hillary times. and endorsing biden if he does eventually isn't that playing ball though like isn't that i i know bernie's uh, intent is pure like his heart is pure but ultimately his actions are no there there is a level of sheep fucking, herding there we got to talk yeah, about that. And, you and know, he's it's, too fucking. I know that day, he tried to do third party. Nice he did. He did twenty years of trying to 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 do third party organizing, and he saw the limits of that. And that's that's a real limit. You can only do so much with a third party. Like maybe if you're in Canada and you run a so green party, you can get on a city council at best. <laughs> but, it's so ironic because now he actually could build a third party movement with his prominent. Like he, if he decided to run third party you'd get a massive chunk of the vote and like they, it would become a real force to be reckoned with. And uh, he just, he just Trump would still win. I mean, it would, it would, I don't know. I would mean. love to fuck the democratic party like that. Cause I don't see a difference between Trump and Biden. Like they're both, uh, Dude, differently Ross awful, Perot equally awful, awful led in polling at one point during that, that, I mean, he collapsed cause he was a fucking psychopath, but he actually led in polling in a three with three way, race in uh not was it 92 or 90 i don't i think it was 92 um when it was clinton dole and perot ross perot actually led in polling in the three-way race at one point it, it's not it's really improbable but i think in a situation like we're in now especially with the coronavirus and trump's piss poor response and biden's fucking you know uh, aloofness and lackluster response like i there's a fucking there's an actual lane there and it's not just like a oh let's start the people's part like it's not like one of those fantasy like there actually would be a lane if he wanted it but he'll he didn't even have to start a new party he could just do it on his own that's that's the thing that prohibits third parties is the organizing it takes to build a third party sure. at national level well, the party's been doing it for 40 years and still can't get anywhere with it i get that bernie could just do the ross perot and run as himself no party at all but he i mean he'd still have to get like all the signatures regathered to get on the ballot in every state to do that, which is probably too difficult to do with this late in the, in the game. And no. I mean, it's, you know, he, he would get crucified in the media all over again. Obviously. Oh, oh no, just, but that's, that's his biggest fear. His biggest I mean, fear he's always said is becoming Ralph Nader, which is really depressing because Ralph Nader should be remembered for some of the amazing things he did, like forcing Nixon to create the EPA and, you know, mandating that seatbelts were mandatory in every car and like, you know, all these great things that Ralph Nader did. Everyone just thinks of him as, oh, the guy that gave Bush the election, even though they love George Bush now. They still fucking hate Ralph Nader. Go figure. They should. I, yeah. Every day I'm like, oh, you you love to see Michelle Obama and, and George Bush trading candies. Well, have you apologized to Ralph Nader yet? Because he's yeah. the one the fucking guy. I mean, at least according to the fucking liberal You should thank logic, him. Right? If you if you love George Bush so much, you should thank yeah. him for giving us George Bush. Hey, thanks, Ralph, um, man, for giving us the war criminal that likes to hug Michelle Obama. Yep. Just really fucking unreal. So, so I, I just saw a tweet. Uh, um, this is uh, local. Uh, in the last three days of coronavirus, closure of Chicago school lunchroom workers have given out half a million meals, right? So for all the kids that still like rely on the schools for food, half a million meals given out in three days, right? Wow. Um, there's a quote, a little heartbreaking quote here from one of the cafeteria workers. 
uh, talking to the reporter, says, we miss the kids. Um, I told them when they were coming up, I said, I'm so sorry I can't hug you because a lot of them, they need hugs right now. Like, Jesus. fuck. That's really fucking it is. Man. It is. Because, um, I, you know, like, we don't know how other people are doing because, you know, we're isolated. We're not talking to random people on the street. And, you know, I was in the grocery store yesterday and you, you like, you hear people like kind of like nervously laughing about it. Like, oh, what are you going to do? Oh, we're just going to work from home. It's going to be. Oh, so what about your business? Don't you rely on the. Oh, yeah. But, you know, we're just going to see how long it's going to go. Like, we're. We're a couple everyone's, of days into this. A bundle of nerves, even though, like just below the surface. Like it's really a fucking rough mental yeah. time for everybody right now. Imagine, imagine if the DNC hadn't rat fucked Bernie where we might be right now. How much hope yeah. people would have. Because yeah. this is the thing. I was talking to somebody online about this uh, on Twitter. It's not that people don't like Bernie. He's the most popular senator. He's the most popular politician in the country. It's that they've been gaslit to think that he's somehow not elected. We love Bernie, but we just don't think he's going to get elected because MSNBC and CNN and everyone has been telling us, oh, Biden's more presidential. People are not voting for Joe Biden because they like his policies or they like him. He just seems like the president. Bernie even with all of Biden's massive media, like, you know, puffing up and everything, Bernie's within single digits of him nationally among registered voters. It's just that Bernie has to run in a fucking party full of brainwashed boomers who are terrified by Rachel Maddow to think that Bernie Sanders is a fucking Russian asset. Bernie is actually way more popular with the general public than just with Democratic primary voters. Like, it, it's... It's really fucking infuriating when you see polls like that, you know, out of Reuters. And, and it's like, and honestly, if he didn't have to run the shitty party, he'd be the fucking nominee. He, Bernie doesn't seem presidential because Bernie doesn't act like a fucking used car salesman. He acts like the guy who's trying to save your life from a fucking plague, right? Joe Biden is the guy trying to tell you that, oh, no, it's it's fine. Um, you know, the car... Uh, it's got about a hundred thousand miles on it, but it's, you know, it'll get you around. It'll be, it'll be great. We're going to do fine with this. It's going to, you're going to love it. You're going to love it. We're going to restore the dignity of this fucking used car. Uh, it's just, yeah. it's, it's like they, and just, just the fact that in the debates, they call him, Oh, Oh, Mr. Vice president. He's not the vice president. He's unemployed. Okay. <laughs> Bernie Sanders is a Senator vice president. Fucking Joe Biden is not the vice president. It's fucking Mike Pence. So stop calling him that. But that that subtle framing, I mean, it's not so subtle, but it's done over and over. People don't realize it's like, oh, they, they it's think one of it, those stupid D.C. tradition. Like even course. Bernie's like, oh, and the, well, like, the, you know, the vice president said it's like, oh, God, don't call him that. Just say Joe. Just call him Joe. Just because he's, he's a fucking creepy Joe. That's what he is. Yeah. All right. Definitely not well, an average Joe. <laughs> no, no. For sure. Um, all right. Well, uh, I think that basically does it for us tonight. Uh, you know, obviously a little bit looser of an episode, but I think going forward during this situation, I think we're going to, it, unfortunately, all coronavirus dominate, dominates yeah. our lives. So it's going to be dominating the conversations that we have going forward for the, for, for the immediate future, at least I would imagine. I mean, it's very hard to get invested in anything else right now. Nothing else is on. Nothing else is happening. Every live sport has been canceled other than wrestling. And I'm sure somebody's going to fucking get coronavirus soon. And they're going to cancel that too. Um, I love it. All of uh, like the, the wrestling, uh, like publicity stunts they have to do now with no audience. <laughs> you see it's so bizarre, shit? dude. I, yeah, I've been watching it. And it's yeah. so fucking, 
it's people like no it's like a fucking mammoth play when you have to watch these people like talk to each other in a in the middle of a ring with no audience it's really eerie and and kind of interesting it shows you like how many of them maybe could be good actors versus how many of them are like the worst you know it's it's just a really weird fucking you know it's like watching a sport like a sporting event without a crowd it's fucking bizarre like i don't it's it's just a very surreal experience but i've actually enjoyed elements of it i gotta some of it some of it's been interesting you wonder like how much they can get away with now like nobody's there versus oh you could just tape shit over i mean you know you could just fucking of course of course the the fucking the beer can chugging thing was (laughs) that was really i I don't know if you saw that one with the oh yeah 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 yeah. sure steve austin thing yeah that was it was very bizarre anyway Um, yeah I, i mean we started this year remember three days into this year trump almost started world war three with iran like Quaint literally, times. I'm <laughs> amazed we're alive right now today, right? And it's just, it's like this is who, who fucking knows what's going to happen in the next. Remember month. that? Remember when Australia was on fire and that was a huge deal? And like that seems like it was. Remember that Amazon ago. was on fire? Like that, and that, that seems was like, like the worst ten years thing. ago. <laughs> World War Three, the run, uh, half the planet's on fire. Guys, this was like eight weeks. Global ago. plague. It's going to kill tens of millions, if yeah, not yeah. hundreds of millions. Like that. Yeah, you know, welcome to, you know, and then, and then on top of it, you see people online that are still just like, oh, it looks like uh, everyone worried about coronavirus is is deciding now is the time to air their overpopulation eco-fascist views. And it's like, okay, (laughs) I mean, you cannot deny that the more people there are packed into small areas that that makes us more at risk for viruses. Like that's literally why we started to sprawl out in and create suburbs in yeah. the mid to late 1800s was because people were, were at, like literally overcrowded in cities. Right. Um, and, and those people out in the suburbs that don't think this is a problem, like they're probably right. Like their, their isolation out in fucking suburbia is probably going to save them <laughs> uh, to tell you the truth. Like, and, and it sucks. Cause I feel like those, those people that don't give a shit about mutual aid should be the ones it's to the have ones to suffer on some level. Yeah. Um, no, I don't really want anyone to suffer. I want anyone to fucking take this seriously, no matter where they live, uh, wash your fucking hands constantly. Um, especially if you've been out in public, don't fucking touch people except for your loved ones who, you know, know where they've been. Uh, and yeah, no, me, me and my friends are in this together. One of us gets it. The other one's getting it. We're not gonna, <laughs> right. You, you can't socially isolate in the same, you know, bedroom or the same house. Like it's just not fucking possible. I mean, touching there, the same there, shit a, all day. There's a part of me that's kind of just like, all right, I'm, I'm very healthy. I have a very strong immune system. Like just, just get it over know, with. Just, just give it to me. Like, just give it to me. And I just want to <laughs> fucking try it. You know? Like See, I got a little, I, ru- a little more Russian roulette with my <laughs> immune system. I'm not sure. I'd be like, I don't know. Really? Like, it could go either way. Not that I have a bad immune system, but I'm, you know, there, I, I have some risk factor. Like I could be like, you know, it, it, I, I just wouldn't roll the dice, put it that way. But like, I, I could almost see if I was like super right. healthy, if I'd just be like, fuck it. Get it over was, with. I don't have to worry about it. But, yeah. There was a, there was a study uh, done a couple of years ago. I read about where they were, they were um, looking at the, not just the health, but, the immune systems of men in their 80s that had been lifelong cyclists, like not like just racing, but like, you know, you bike to work, you commute, you just ride a bike all the time. Um, and they found that those men in their 80s had the immune systems of men in their 20s. 
Like it, it doesn't just make you healthy. It makes your immune system itself that, that you would, you'd think there'd be no correlation there. It's like, why would riding a bike make me better at fighting off a virus? I don't know why I, I don't know right now <laughs> why it would. <laughs> um, I would imagine it would like make, you know, better heart health, uh, better cardiovascular, better muscle, you know, whatever. But like that's your immune system is your white blood cell count is not the same thing, but it, that it just does it. Right. So, because of that, I'm kind of just like, yeah, all right, just fucking give it to me. Let me build up the herd immunity and let me fucking just go about my life and not have to worry at least about myself. Now, I still like I'm worried about others. Like I'm I. If 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 I do have it or if anyone has it and you think, it, oh, it doesn't matter to me. Oh, just oh, whatever happens, happens. Like, think about other fucking people. Seriously, like you could have it for weeks and not know it and it affect dozens of other people who could be at risk and could die. So think about other fucking people, please. Yeah, no, for sure. So just real quick, right before we get off the air, I just want to leave everyone on a cheery note. Gavin Newsom thinks that uh, based on, you know, what his scientists are telling him that up that 58% of California's population could be infected within the next eight weeks. So California's population is 39.56 million. Uh, 58% of that is uh, 22.1 million. Uh, if even one percent of those people die, which is actually a very low death rate, uh, you know, it's 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 been closer to three percent uh, in other countries. There'd be two hundred twenty-one thousand people dying in the next eight to ten weeks. So just in and California alone, you're not going to be able alone. to just sit this out in your apartment. Twenty percent of cases have to be hospitalized, have to be hospitalized, and that's the only thing that's saving them. That's how bad it is for people, even if they live. Right. So just so if your look. boss is trying to force you to come into a job where you don't feel safe, just tell him to fuck off. Fuck that's, off. That's the that's the moral of the story. And on that cheery note, uh, I think we're, we're going to get going tonight. Um, but yeah, now everyone be safe. Wash your fucking hands. Wash your ass. Use hand sanitizer. Don't don't be nasty. Don't hoard toilet paper. Like you don't hoard got, toilet paper. Get what you just, need. It's gonna show up, you know. Like or or <laughs> or it's not because everyone's gonna keep hoarding honestly, it. Honestly, it's it. Toilet paper's not even good for the environment. Invest in a bidet. You, you can just. It's like thirty bucks. You on know it, the problem on, is that? that a lot. They're all sold out online. That's the other well, problem. Well, I mean, right now, but like you know, like you don't in the future invest in a bidet. 100%. You don't have to buy a whole new like whole separate toilet bidet. You just buy this little thing and it fucking it goes know, in your what? bowl and then it yeah. Uh, anyway, I for sure hundred percent. So yeah, get get one of those and. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, you'll, you'll be a lot better. And, and I'm sure you'll be just, in generally, a better, po- more positive mood if you get one of those. So. Yeah. And if you don't want to squirt water um, up your ass, just fucking conserve the paper. You know, wipe then fold, wipe then fold. It's just, you know, and then, then wash your hands. Always wash your hands. Always wash you your fucking hands in general, just just at any given moment. All right. So on that note, um, I don't have to go through the plugs. You know where to find us. MoveLeftSoundCloud.com slash MoveLeft. Twitter bike slutty. Yeah. Slash idiots. Move underscore left on Twitter. And we will see you next week.
Christ and here. What better time than now?